Real Talk Comic Fam, is a crash coming? What I can say is Crashdown is indeed in previews now. The comic book that I wrote with Fire Guy Ryan. Go to your LCS, ask about Crashdown, put your orders in, and we got the hottest books in the world to talk about with Jim. Crashdown is indeed coming, but with the current writer strike and having so many delays in upcoming films, what's going to happen to the comic book market? Is it going to crash? Well, let's take a look at what happened this week. The comics may be hot, but you may want to hold out on purchasing just a few. I think some are going to be dropping in price. At the list at number 10, Batman 181, the first appearance of Poison Ivy. This book started to heat up once Nebula star Karen Gillan expressed interest in playing Poison Ivy in the new DCU. This is what she had to say about it. I always thought that Poison Ivy was really fun, so maybe something like that would be cool. Honestly, if James asked me to play an alien that sits in the background of a shot and doesn't talk, I would say yes, because working with him has been one of the great joys of my career so far. This right here gives a lot of people hope that she's going to be crossing over from the Marvel side of things to working with James Gunn, and we have some affordable copies. Look at this low-grade 2.0. Sold for $4.19 this past week. That's an increase of 19% when you compare it over the recent 12-month average. 3.0s hitting $4.90. That's an increase of 9%. 5.5 hitting just under $1,000, selling for $9.95, up 7%. It didn't stop there. The 6.5 sold for $1,550, which is 6% above that 12-month average. And the 9.0 selling for $6,600. It's just 2% above average, but still showing strong sales in a down market. I need you to hit the like button, comic fam. Support the show, and let's look at number nine on the list with The Walking Dead number one. Now, although the main series has already come to an end, I was so surprised at the slate that is ahead. So many more spinoffs. Walking Dead is anything but dead. Fear the Walking Dead may be ending with its eighth season coming up, but they have three new Walking Dead spinoffs in the works. We've got The Walking Dead, Dead City, The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, and Walking Dead, Rick and Michonne. The Walking Dead Dead City is going to follow two fan favorites, Negan and Maggie, as they search for her kidnapped son, Herschel. We also have The Walking Dead Daryl Dixon following Norman Reedus as he washes up on the shores of France and trying to figure out why the hell he's there. Hey, we're getting more Daryl Dixon. And then we have Walking Dead Rick and Michonne, which follow the events from the main series. Filming has already begun, and they're scheduled for a debut on AMC sometime in 2024. We haven't chatted about this book since November 2022 when the series finale happened. Since then, there's been an increase of, shout out Norrin Rad, 48 copies added to the census, making the grand total 3,000, and 9.8s make up 980. There's been an increase of 12 copies added to the census in that grade. The heights were reached back in 2021 during the comic boom, where 9.8 hit $4,999. The most recent 9.8 sale took place in May, selling for basically half 2700 and believe it or not there are 23 9.9s on the census with one new one added since the last time we spoke about this book it recently sold for thirteen thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars that was march of 2022 about four thousand dollars short from its all-time record high back in november of 2020 eighteen thousand dollars for a 9.9 .9, but the highest graded that exists for one of the most successful zombie franchises of all time we have the 9.2 selling for 1180 an increase of 10 percent the 9.6 is up 31 percent selling for two thousand dollars and the 9.8 although we did have a recent sell under three thousand someone paid 32.50 for an increase of 15 percent the walking dead series has a ton of key issues what's the best way that you can track all of those keys while you're on the hunt Keep up with all things comic books, learn your key books, and better that comic hunt, as Jem said, by downloading Key Collector Comics, the best app 
for comic book collecting in existence. If you utilize Kotom 101, you unlock a free two-week subscription of the app. You support the show, but you get access to a plethora of data so you can keep up with all hot comic books. It's where we source all the information we bring to the table from. All right, next on the list, we have the first book so far that's truly affected by the writer strike. Number eight on the list, we have The Incredible Hulk 181, the first full appearance of Wolverine and first appearance on a cover. Even though the Deadpool 3 script has been turned in, the writer strike is going to prevent Ryan Reynolds from ad-libbing during the filming. Part of the reason Deadpool 1 and 2 was so successful was because Ryan Reynolds was flexing his improv skills. Because he is a writer on Deadpool 3, any ad-libbing, any improv is going to be counted as writing, which he is forbidden to do because of the strike. Do you think that this could affect the success of this movie? Yeah, I'm hoping it doesn't. Ryan Reynolds' personality is really what makes Deadpool great, so we got to see how they pull it off. There are 16 more slabs added to the census since we talked about this book just last week, bringing that total up to 13,354. We also have some strong performers, a 3.5 selling for 28.75, 2% above its 12-month average, and a 4.5 selling for 3,300, which is 4% up. This is a pricey book, the most respected Bronze Age comic of all time. We have a 8.5 selling for 8,500, an increase of 8%, and the 9.0 is up 31% when you compare it over the recent 12-month average, selling for 12,137. Now at the list, at number seven, Star Wars Heir to the Empire number one. The first appearance of Grand Admiral Thrawn, it is a little bit down on the list, but it still made the hot 10, and we haven't even had that full reveal on screen yet. The real question is, is this going to be an Inquisitor situation where he's debuted and then quickly killed off, not utilized for years to come? Or is he going to be the big bad long term, or at least for the foreseeable future? When you consider the heights were reached back in 2021, 9.8 hitting $2,300, and the most recent 9.8 sale hit 870 this is a great opportunity to consider specking. And with the Sokotano slated in the near future, it's unaffected by the writer's strike. And collectors are still submitting their books. There are 14 more slabs on the census since this book was number two on last week's Hot 10. The newsstand in a 9.4 just sold for $420, 20% above its 12-month average. And the 9.6 newsstand sold for $699, which is 9% up. The direct market 9.0 is up 23%, selling for 173 this past week. The 9.4 selling for 275, up 27%, and the 9.6 hit 375 for an increase of 5%. The heights a 9.6 reached back in 2021 was $800. There's a lot of meat left on this bone. I think this is one you got to seriously consider specking. Which brings us to number six on the list, which will more than likely be affected by the writer strike as well. We have Swamp Thing, issue number one from the Bronze Age, the first appearance of Alec Holland, the second Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing was already the last thing on the slate presented by James Gunn when he took over the DCU at large. Well, now we have even more time and especially considering last month, James Mangold, you know him from directing and writing Logan, he's attached to be the writer of Swamp Thing. So even if he started the process, he's stopped now. I think stronghold right now, I could be wrong, but I think we're going to see some dips before we get any updates about Swamp Thing. We've got five different grade points that are performing aggressively, and it's going to be interesting to watch this in upcoming weeks. A 5.0 sold for $180, 12% above its average. The 6.5 sold for $220. The 8.0 sold for $438. That's 45% up. The 8.5 selling for $399, and the 9.0 selling for $517, which is 12% above its average. And now at the list at number five, Daredevil 183. That could or 
may not be affected by the writer's strike because Daredevil is being actively produced. But as of yesterday, the whole production was shut down because of the, the lines and members actually participating in the strike from production. But this is a major issue. Frank Miller, uh, Punisher versus Daredevil, the first time it ever happened in comic books. And it's been selling for around the $300 marker for months at a 9.8, and I've been thinking that's a great deal, regardless of spec. I personally want to buy this book. Definitely, it's just a cool book. We've already seen Daredevil go up against the Punisher on screen, so this is nothing new, but we still have newsstands that are performing strong. We have direct market editions breaking records and selling above their 12-month averages. Let's start with the newsstands. The 9.4 sold for $100, 33% above its 12-month average. The 9.6 sold for $175, which is 16% up. The 9.0 Direct is up 30% selling for $70 this past week. And the 9.6 just sold for $129. Shout out Frank Castle's first appearance in Amazing Spider-Man 129. That's why I make those jokes if you haven't realized it yet. That's up 29%. And then we got the CGC 9.8 record-breaking sale. It last sold for $350 in 2022, now selling for $400, which is a 14% increase. Now we know that this thing was supposed to take about eight months to film and they're two months in, but who knows if the writer's strike is going to cause more delays. That right there tells me that a $300 9.8 was a good thing to recommend. But outside of saying I told you so, you probably should wait a little bit longer because if there are delays, you'll probably be able to get it for what the comic book was going for at a 9.8 weeks ago rather than doing a record-breaking sale right now. Before we get into number four, did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? Dude, I need to see it, but I know you saw it with Fee this past week. What'd you think? Because I think I'm going to see it this weekend. We definitely dug it overall. It was a little bit darker than expected, but I don't want to spoil some of the points since you haven't seen it yet. Did you see Guardians 3? Let me know in the comment section whether you liked it or not, but keep it spoiler-free. I'm going to see it so soon. There's a brand new Guardians of the Galaxy run that is currently out. And issue number one, we teamed up with Ben Harvey to do a trade dress version going out one per box in the May Mystery Mail Call. We have all three heroines, Gamora, Nebula, and Mantis, all sharing a cover looking badass. And you can get your copy by going to ComicTom101.com. Hit the link in the description. Join the community. And I'll send you some comics every month. And I've seen that Johnny Desjardins clicker sketchbook. Is that going to be in the mail call too? That book's going out one per box. This is the first time we've ever done a sketchbook variant. We're going to feature Johnny Desjardins in every single box. We have two different versions going out at random. You know what this is. It's the Last of Us clicker Johnny Desjardins style. Join the community and let's look at number four on the list because we got to talk about Harley Quinn, Batman Adventures, issue number 12 from 1993. Now, luckily, the sequel to The Joker just wrapped up filming last month, so there won't be any delays and nothing should really affect this book except for the movie itself. And I don't know how to feel about this. I want to know your thoughts, Jem. I wasn't a huge fan of the first Joker movie. And I'm a big fan of Lady Gaga. So on one end, I'm thinking, I don't see this really spiking the book all that much. But on the other hand, I want to go and like watch Harley Quinn sing her ass off. I enjoyed the movie, but never enough to see it for a second time, and I can care less about Lady Gaga. But collectors seem to care because they submitted 31 more slabs to the census since this reached number 7 on last week's Hot 10, bringing that total to 8,241. We got a 7.5 that sold for almost $600, 24% above its 12-month average. The 8.5 is up 14%, selling for $625, and the 9.6 is up 30%, selling for $1,379. I think members need to be checking GPA or at least watching our show regularly. Hit the subscribe button because the last 9.8 sale took place this month for $2,504. We have a high 9.8 sale over the last week of $3,200. That is $700 difference 
in just a couple days for an increase of 16%, you got to really know your pricing on high-end books because a member could have been a little bit more patient and saved themselves over $500. You got to know what these books go for so you know how much to pay and try to pay less than that. Which brings us to more Star Wars on number three on the list. We've got The Clone Wars, issue number one, the first appearance of Ahsoka Tano. I see why this book has had its dips. We haven't seen a whole lot of Ahsoka Tano in the last couple of years, and the initial introduction of Rosario Dawson's portrayal of the character spiked the book like crazy. The heights in 9.8 of the first appearance of Ahsoka Tano was set back in June 2021 for $39.90. Well, the most recent 9.8 sale was $2,100. So yes, the book is down by half. However, this has been one of the most heavily specced on Star Wars shows in recent months, Ahsoka Tano is a fan favorite, and we're actually going to see a reprisal of the role of Darth Vader by Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader, well, at the time, Anakin, was her mentor, her teacher. So we're going to see a strong narrative there. This book could be a surprise hit. And even though that 9.8 is down, we still do have two record breakers this week. But let's start with the aggressive sales, the 9.0, which sold for $750, up 9% over its average. And the 9.8, we had a high sale of $2,400, which is 19% above its 12-month. Then we got those record-breaking sales. A 6.5 sold for $400 back in April, up 50%, now selling for $600. The 7.0, last sold for its height in 2024, $500. Well, that's up 10%, selling for a record-breaking $550. We got another one that won't be affected by the rider strike. Everything has already been wrapped up, and this is coming out this August. Moving on to number two on the list, we got that ASM 41, the first appearance of the Rhino. The recent news about the Craven movie getting an R rating has provided not just so much hype, but hope to the collector's base about what they're going to do with this film, especially after the failure of Morbius, and especially about the news about the main villain, Rhino, which, by the way, got you looking damn good as the Rhino on last week's thumbnail. Big shout out to Zorro. He always kills it. I think I use that as one of my profile pictures somewhere. But yeah, the fact that the Craven is getting an R rating and the Rhino tease, we're getting a little bit more excited than we were previously. There are 3,774 slabs on the CGC census, which is five more than when we talked about this book last week when it hit number one. We got a 3.5 that sold for $350, 15% above its 12-month average, a 4.0 that sold for $378, the 4.5 sold for $529, and the 5.0 selling for $500, which is 7% higher. The 5.0 can't even keep up, and I'm giving one away. At the end of May, I'm going to pick someone at random from my newsletter list. Join my newsletter. That's how you can keep up on drops and, you know, the fun stuff that we're doing. Go to comictom101.com, right on the main page. There'll be a prompt. Provide your email, and you're entered to win this and all giveaways going forward. And then we have the 7.5, which sold for $966. That's 7% above that 12-month average. Surprised to see the announcement over this last week about who's going to portray the Rhino. We have Alessandro Nivola. You know him as the lead actor of the Sopranos prequel, The Many Saints of Newark. And there's a handful of Sopranos actors jumping from the mafia roles to the MCU. We have Michael Gandolfini, which is the son of James Gandolfini, who's been joined to the cast of Daredevil. I'm thinking he may portray Kingpin's son, and I want to know what you think about it. Like and subscribe. We're here for you every week as we get into the number one hottest comic book back issue in the world. You know it be Flash 123, the first time the Golden Age Flash meets the Silver Age Flash in a key multiverse issue. The first multiverse issue. This is a bridge between two different eras of comics, and it's heavily respected and highly sought after regardless of if Ezra Miller is on the screen. 
Personally, I'm looking forward to it. I think this is one of my most anticipated comic book movies of the year. It looks like collectors are excited too, adding 17 more slabs onto the CGC census since we last talked about this book last week, bringing that to 1,220. The 9.4, which has seven copies, has a $19,800 high that we saw in May of 2022, and the 9.6 is the highest graded copy with no recorded sales. The 4.0 had a $900 sale. This is a pricey book, but there's not a whole lot of them in existence. An increase of 12% when you compare it over the last 12 months. And then we have three different record-breaking sales. The 1.8 last sold in 2022 for $413, up 12%. Signed for an all-new high of 464. The 3.0 sold for 651 back in 2022, up 14%, now selling for $745. And Jem hit him with that 8.5. Well, the last time it broke record, it sold for $7,170, and that was way back in 2018. Here we are, 38% higher, selling for an all-time record high of $9,899. Do you think that this is because of what's happening on the big screen, or do you think it's because it's just one of the coolest books from DC's catalog? Let me know in the comment section below. And as always, geek responsibly and statement fresh. Enough said. Let me show you what I'm sending this member in the May Mystery Mail call. Johnny Desjardins. This is a Batman Moon Knight print. That's a one per box. Um, we always do a back issue, X Infernus. That's a David Finch cover, issue number one. This right here is also one per box. Guardians of the Galaxy, Ben Harvey variant. We have uh, certs on the back now, and we also have some virgins going out at random. Good luck to that one. And then, oh, Johnny Desjardins limited to 1,000. This is the sketchbook trade dress, Last of Us clicker cover. And last but not least, the one per box, Ariel Diaz, first solo series of Hollow's Eve. Boom, with a cert. This right here is the added book that we do after the fact to hook it up. We hope they can pass it along. It's great for kids, and this is how they can like learn how to create a comic. We have a bunch of random kids' books that we send out every month. We try to do brand new ones. This month, we're sending out some oldies. Get it to a kid. They'll enjoy it. I'm also going to send this person this book. This is the first appearance of who, Ryan? The High Evolutionary. And he was in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. He was, he was. Chakudi Awuji played him. Someone's gonna get that too. So I'm gonna put all these together. Join the community, comictom101.com. You have until the 15th at midnight. Give me an excuse to send you some comics every single month. It's $35 plus shipping, and you support the show. Have a great week. We have other videos for you to check out. I'll see you soon.